1: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
0: President's stunning revelation. I'm taking it. hydroxychloroquine. U.S. threat to exit World Health Organization. They're doing such good work. They can't understand. it. Scammers raid unemployment benefits.
1: I may never see any of this money.
0: Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. President Trump threatens to pull the U.S. out of the World Health Organization just hours after revealing his own medical news. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy tells us Mr. Trump says he's taking the anti-malaria drug he has touted during the coronavirus pandemic. Despite possible side effects and no definitive evidence, it can prevent COVID-19. The president revealed it matter-of-factly. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it.
2: Mr. Trump says he's on hydroxychloroquine and zinc. I take a pill every day. He says he continues testing negative for coronavirus and he shrugs off potential negative health consequences.
0: I've taken it for about a week and a half now. I'm still here. On CNN, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi reacted with surprise.
2: He's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientists especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, had what is morbidly obese.
0: CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus.
2: Universities across the country have started clinical trials to say, does it actually work in patients with early COVID-19? And the results aren't back. So the answer is, we don't know yet, but this is a political football. When you talk about this, it defines your politics, whether you're for or against hydroxychloroquine. And that's not right. The data have to speak. Late
0: last night, President Trump tweeted his letter to the World Health Organization threatening to cut off U.S. funding for good. CBS's Steve Futterman. In a strongly worded letter, the president threatened to make the freeze permanent if the WHO fails to make significant changes. In comments yesterday, Mr. Trump again was critical of the organization. I think they've done a... Very sad job in the last period of time. And his focus once more was on China.
1: The United States uh, pays them $450 million a year. China pays them $38 million a year. And they're a puppet of China.
0: The WHO special envoy, Dr. David Nabarro, calls Mr. Trump's timing
1: unfortunate right in the middle of something that's affecting 7.8 billion people.
0: And today, China accused the U.S. of trying to shift the blame due to its own mishandling of the crisis. In South Korea, scientists say they have evidence COVID-19 survivors who test positive again later can't transmit the infection and have antibodies that prevent them from getting sick again. Secretary of State Pompeo insists the firing of the State Department's Inspector General was not retaliation And he had no idea he was under investigation. CBS's Nancy Cordes.
1: Mike uh, requested that I do it. President Trump told reporters that it was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo who wanted his agency's inspector general fired. I guess they weren't happy with the job he's doing or something. Now lawmakers from both parties are asking the president for a detailed reasoning for the firing. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi citing reports that Linux was nearing completion of an investigation into the approval of billions of dollars in arms sales to Saudi Arabia.
0: Reuters reports Delta Airlines will keep planes no more than 60 percent full through at least July and will add more flights to its schedule than demand would normally call for. Delta's CEO has said passengers' perception of safety and comfort will be important for an air travel comeback. An international crime ring is stealing hundreds of millions of dollars in unemployment benefits intended for people who've lost jobs in the pandemic. Here's CBS's Vicki Barker.
2: Stephanie Dercole's first ever application for unemployment was derailed by a pop-up saying her social security number had already been used to file a claim.
1: I was thinking, okay, maybe someone did fraudulently use my social to try and claim benefits as me.
2: Secret Service investigator Roy Dotson says the fraud scheme's been traced to Nigeria. We will track down every lead we have and prosecute those that we can. So far, hundreds of millions are known missing in seven states, states with the best in Tensions which rushed to help people hurt by the pandemic and instead helped the scammers, Dotson says. They just saw the opportunity and seized that opportunity.
0: Tropical Storm Arthur has moved out to sea. The first named storm of the Atlantic season dumped heavy rain on North Carolina. Officials warned there could still be strong surf and rip currents along the east coast. The University of Notre Dame says its campus will reopen to students August 10th with social distancing, mask requirements, testing, and contact tracing for the coronavirus. There will be no fall break, and the semester will end before Thanksgiving. There's no plan that's been laid out for Notre Dame's athletic programs. Did Eddie Haskell ever make it to college? You
1: call me mom? Yes, Wally. Good morning, Mrs. Cleaver. That's a
0: very pretty dress. Ken Osmond, the actor who played Eddie on Leave it to Beaver in the 1950s and 60s, has died at 76. Eddie was nice to adults, but a scoundrel otherwise. Osmond says the role typecast him at a young age. He went on to become a cop. Well, now correspondent Sam Litzinger has the latest in our series that takes us back to radio's early days.
1: Celebrating a century of sound is KD... After Pittsburgh's KDKA began broadcasting regularly in 1920, people started listening regularly, and business people suddenly realized they had something with this new radio thing. If one station could get an audience, how about many stations? And so began the networks. This is the national broadcasting company. NBC was the first in 1926. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. The roots of CBS trace back to 1927. The mutual broadcasting system was born in 1934. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. ABC was formed in 1943. In the 1930s, you could hear everything from comedian Jack Benny to Herb Morrison broadcasting the explosion of the airship The Hindenburg to Franklin Roosevelt and his fireside chats. I
2: want to talk for a few minutes with the people of the United States about banking.
1: People watch the radio like we watch TV, and the country was united in a brand new way. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger.
0: Has science found a cure for baldness? Researchers in South Korea say a solution made with stem cells from fat tissue has shown effectiveness in regrowing hair in people with male pattern baldness. The team says a group of men and women with the condition showed a significant increase in hair count after 16 weeks. Male and female pattern baldness is caused by genetic, hormonal, and environmental factors. Unlike current FDA-approved medications, the stem cell solution showed none of the usual side effects including loss of libido and erectile dysfunction. Jim Shenevy, CBS News. Social media lit up after Sunday night's American Idol finale. Viewers thought host Ryan Seacrest was having a stroke, noting slurred speech and a bulging eye. His people say no, it was just the stress of working from home. He took yesterday off from the Live with Kelly and Ryan show.